got time all right all right can y'all hear me let me make sure i am set up on this as well yes i am hey you guys how you guys doing <laughs> Okay, I hope y'all can see and hear me. Make sure. Okay, good, y'all can. All right, that's what's up. Anyways, I hope you guys are doing good. Um, I know I haven't really been online the past, I don't know how many days. I just, I'm not into being online. I don't do Instagram like that anymore. So I just been kind of busy. I got a lot going on in my personal life. So I, that's why I've just taken a break. Um, but I wanted to come on here because I've not been getting a lot of requests to talk about the whole Meghan Markle, Oprah Winfrey interview. Um, and then I had already wanted to do a video about the Jen Shaw situation because you guys know I'm a big fan of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And the third reunion, like they did three parts, the third part really irritated me. So I had wanted to talk about it. I just hadn't gotten a chance to. Um, let me see here. Nanania sent 1999. I can't unhear T Fizzle. Love you, sis. LOL. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Thanks for coming through. So let's see here. Put a teacup in the chat if you guys watched the full interview. I got a chance to watch the full interview yesterday. It was almost two hours, but I sat through the whole interview and it was very interesting to say the least. So let me see who all watched it. Let's see. We got quite a few people sending super chats. Um, Saniti says, crazy how Andrew got outed as a pedo and being in Epstein's circle, but the media would rather distract people by attacking Megan. However real or fake she is. Either way, love you, T. Leo gang. Yeah, that is very true. There's not a lot of energy for Prince Andrew. Um, Gisela sent $4.99. Thank you so much for the super sticker. Appreciate you. Let's see here. Rolo sent 1999 says sending love tea from Roe and Flow. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming through. So it looks like quite a few people actually sat down and watched the interview. Um, so like I said, it was two hours long. I watched the whole thing. And, you know, there were some parts in there that I was like, OK, that makes sense. And there were other parts in there that I had to side eye Megan as well. Like she was saying that she didn't know anything about the royals. She never Googled. She never searched up who Prince Harry was. Miss me with the bullshit, okay? I'm not buying that because I believe me and Megan are about the same age. I mean, unless she's like 23 or something. I'm assuming she's, you know, in her late 30s. But growing up, even though we didn't grow up in the UK, the royals were a part of like life here, even in America. I mean, everything from Prince. Yeah, okay, I'm glad y'all peeped that too. I'm like, girls, like, let's not start the interview with bullshit, okay? Because you know, I watch stuff with a skeptical eye. And growing up, there were always talks of the royal. I mean, we watched when Diana got, well, I was, well, no, we was just born when Diana got married, but that was a big thing. But we watched all the drama with Diana play out in the 90s because that's when the tabloids and the paparazzi were real bad. So she was always on the National Enquirer when we go to the grocery store. We saw all the drama with 
Camilla Parker Bow. You know, she was the third person in their marriage. Then we saw when the the prince and uh, Princess Diana got divorced. That was like international news. This was like big news growing up. You know what I'm saying? While we were in junior high and high school, this was like huge news. So for her to act like she doesn't know who the royals are, that was kind of weird to me. And and then let's not even get on Lady Diana's death. Like the whole world stopped when she died. You know, and I remember watching, you know, the boys at the procession and, you know, Harry and William, you know, looking at their mom's coffin and all that stuff. So I wasn't really buying that. Okay, so she's 39 years old. Okay, so that just proved my point. Like I said, I never Googled her age. I'm not really checking for Meghan Markle like that. So she's 39. She's full of shit. Okay, so basically she she you knew who the royal family was. Let's keep it real. Once you got Harry, you were super gassed up like any woman would be. Okay, the this family is one of the biggest families in the world. They're worth billions of dollars. Okay, they're colonizers. They've been here. I mean, for generations, they're just one of the oldest families. So I'm not buying the whole. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't Google. Oh, he tried to holler at me, but I never went to research him. You got folks who will sit here and Google dudes that they met on Plenty of Fish, okay? So you mean to tell me that when we look for guys on Plenty of Fish and you got regular women Googling them to make sure they got a job, ain't got a bunch of child support or a criminal record, you get with Prince Harry and you don't Google the royals, you know nothing, you just went into this blindly? I'm not buying it, okay? I'm not buying it at all. And I know a lot of y'all gonna get in y'all's feelings because y'all, a lot of you hoes don't like to, you know, don't like real conversations. Y'all want everything to be cherry picked and make you feel good. This ain't the channel for you. So I, I'm not buying the whole, I knew nothing. I didn't know. I had to curtsy how to, I had to Google how to curtsy. Like some of the stuff was just a, a little bit over exaggerated for me. And I just, I don't like that. Okay. I mean, little girls watching fairy tales and reading fairy tale books and falling in love with a prince. We all know what curtsying is. So that right there, I thought was cap. Thought that was a lot of cap, okay? But the interview's out, and there's definitely mixed reactions. You have a segment of the population who are very upset, especially with the racial undertones. We'll get to that in just a second. And then you got a segment of the population who are mad at Meghan Markle, who are pissed off, who feel like she's a you know constant victim and a narcissist. Um, Pierce Morgan, this man is crazy, okay? He got so upset when he was called out on talking about Meghan Markle that he walked off for Good Morning Britain. He walked off and he since quit the show. So I believe, you know, even though Pierce Morgan is, is free to have his own opinion, and I don't think he should be silenced for that, I do believe that there's some underlying biases that he has against Megan because Megan went on a date with him and then upgraded to Harry. And I believe that that kind of was a blow to Pierce's ego and he's never been able to let that go. I don't think when he critiques her, he comes from a genuine place. I think he comes from a place of bitterness and anger. That's the vibe I get. He, he takes it way too personal for somebody who didn't, even have, who didn't even get none. She literally took an Uber, you know what I'm saying, with him to like a restaurant and then left on her own accord. And that was the end of the situation. He just seems really, really pissed about that, okay? So, you know, Pierce has quit the show. He's so upset. But like I said, it's two different sides to this whole Meghan Markle situation. I'm going to play you both sides. So let's start with the folks from the UK and New Zealand and 
Australia, a lot of the European countries are definitely feeling away. They feel like, you know, she disrespected the crown and this is not cool. So I'm going to play you guys some news clips from them. And then I'll go ahead and play you guys how it's being basically brought up to us here in America. And play both. Uh, let's see here. Chamberlain Maxson, $5, has been a fan since 2014. When I was in the eighth grade, thanks for always being the realist. I'm here to absorb all this tea. Thank you so much for the super chat. And thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Jimmy Saint 999 said, thank you. Thank you for the sticker, Jimmy. Um, Allie the Sag says, Sunny love for Minneapolis. I don't believe Megan. She needs more people. Mm, that's that Minneapolis energy, sis. Thank you so much for the super chat. We're going to get, you know, deep on the subject. Um, I know you're seeing everything that's going on in downtown with George Floyd. They got them fences up. Ciao. Whew, that tells me a lot of what I need to know, but that's you know, we're not going to talk about George Floyd on this video. So thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, let's see here. Let me pull up this video really quick. All right, we look like we got 5,000 people watching. Make sure y'all hit that like button. So let me get this pulled up. This is the video from the people in the UK. Okay, here we go. Oh, where's my screen thing? All right, here we go. At the other end of the scale, this British presenter, Piers Morgan, who used to hang out with uh, Meghan Markle a little bit, called it a shocking betrayal of the royal family. This is a two-hour trash-a-thon of our royal family, of the monarchy, of everything the Queen has worked so hard for, and it's all been done as Prince Philip lies in hospital. Mm -hmm. They trash everybody. They basically make out the entire royal family a bunch of white supremacists by dropping this race bombshell it without... that phrase. They didn't name any... They didn't name which one it was. They just throw it out there so it could be any member of the royal family. And Harry says, I'll never say who it was. This uh, poor us sort of weepy-waily, playing the victim card, playing the racism card, um, all that did appeal to some pe a lot of people, it seems. What harm might this interview have done? I think it will do a fair amount of harm, actually, because a lot of the media and the Twitterati and the social media and all those new influential outlets, I think they, are, they will be on the side of what Meghan Markle represents. And what Meghan Markle represents is the contemporary culture of narcissism, the obsession with self-reflection, the obsession with the self, the victim industry, as you refer to it, where she now wants to be the queen of that industry, essentially, by presenting herself as having had an incredibly hard life living in all these palaces. You know, I think a lot of people will warm to that idea, even though I think it is grotesque, because it's trendy now to be a victim. It's trendy to be someone who claims to have been hurt, to be someone who displays their wounds in public and advertises their emotions and signals their virtue. That's the kind of contemporary trends, and that's what Meghan Markle represents. And of course... Okay, so I just played you that, and I want you to go ahead and listen to the clip from American TV. It's American TV, but, you know, they're they're pulling out all the British people to come and speak on this situation, all the British anchors and everything else. So let me go ahead and play this part for you guys. Okay, here we go. 
In a devastating interview, a visibly pregnant Duchess of Sussex told Oprah Winfrey her royal life in London left her suicidal. I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought. And I remember, I remember how he just cradled me and I was, I went to the institution and I said that I needed to go somewhere to get help. I said that I've never felt this way before and I need to go somewhere. And I was told that I couldn't, that it wouldn't be good for the institution. So were you thinking of harming yourself? Were you having suicidal thoughts? Yes, this was very, very clear. There were conversations about his status in the royal family and about his race. In those months when I was pregnant, all around this same time, so we have in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security, he's not going to be given a title, and also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And you're not going to tell me who had the conversation? I think that would be very damaging to them. Well, what is particularly striking is what Megan shared with us earlier, is that no one wants to admit that there's anything about race or that race has played a role in the trolling and the vitriol. What was that conversation? That conversation... I'm never going to share. Um, but at the time, at the time it was awkward. I was a bit shocked. Um, can, you, can you tell us what the question was? No, I don't, I'm not comfortable sharing that. The strain, Harry and Meghan say, ultimately driving them away from the UK and from the royal family. When we were in Canada, I, I had uh, three conversations with my grandmother and two conversations with my father um, before he stopped taking my calls. I took matters in by that point i took matters into my own hands it was like i need to do this for my family okay let me come back on the screen here so you guys watch that and you guys watch how it was spun here in america and also overseas so it's definitely two sides of the argument let me go ahead and read these super chats here um andrea from the uk sent five dollars she said this interview will have a huge effect on little archie when he grows up mark my word that's what no one including the parents are thinking about thank you for the super chat love jennifer way sent five she says you ain't got to lie meg you ain't got to lie <laughs> thank you jennifer thank you for the super chat sis um tj sent five and says sis i was waiting on you thank you so much for the super chat um, let's see here. Lindsay Hughes says, TT, I love Megan. I hope the world can now see how hateful people are in the UK and can now see the lived black experience over here. Now you're in the UK because you sent five dollars in UK money. Thank you for that. And we'll get on that. But, I, you know, there, there's a bit of conflating issues here, but we'll get on that. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Bree Breezy said, they would have stated they would have stayed and continued to participate in the world BS as long as they continue to benefit from it. I still feel bad, though. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Diana. Uh, I was mispronounced your name. 
But um, Tainia, and her last name starts with a T, says, Queen T with the live. Thank you so much, sis. Um, let's see here. Melissa G says, T, we miss you from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Thank you so much. Um, STL Chulita says, sis, I'm working and dealing with these damn customers over the phone. I need you to give me some tea on this well-known company one day. I will catch the payback. Hope everyone is safe and well. Thank you so much. Uh, Josephine says, love. When I'm able to catch a live, you look great, Auntie, sending virtual hugs. Don't forget to hit the like button. It's free. Thank you so much, love. Um, let's see here. Ashley Jo sent $14.99. She says, there's a throwback of Meg at the palace. So again, she claims to not know anything about the palace, but there's a throwback picture of her at the palace. So that's very interesting. Um, oh, okay. Oya D sent $100. Ding, 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 ding. Thank you so much for the $100. I appreciate you. She says, not buying her saying that she didn't know the family and didn't research. Strange that she didn't walk into this family cautious. I'm from the British colony and I expect all to be racist or questionable. Not on the Megan or the world train. The buttermilk is dirty. Mm. So it seems like a lot of people are on the same page that it doesn't make sense what she said in the interview to Oprah that she walked in and just had no idea about this family until it was quote unquote too late. Now, I will say this. There's a lot of racism in the UK. Um, I faced it myself and I've never even been there and don't, I don't want to go there as far as I'm concerned. I faced it dealing with the UK police, Dylan trying to get help with issues, you know, in the UK. Um, they treat black citizens there like second class citizens. I'm not saying everybody. But if me as an American have felt how they treated me when I've had issues with things going on in the UK, I can only imagine the people who actually had to live their day to day. I also heard from a lot of my UK subscribers that even, um, what do you want to call that? Um, they don't really even have like, when you watch their television shows, they don't have a lot of black imagery. Like most of the black women that they show on television are either biracial or racially ambiguous. You're not going to see many darker skinned people on UK television. I may be wrong. I don't live there. That's just what I've been told. Um, also, I know shade range can be a problem in the UK for darker skin tones are not always sold in the stores. And a lot of times they got to buy certain products from American manufacturers and ship it to the UK. That's just some of the stuff I've heard. So, again, people in the UK, they can attest to that. Some people are saying it's true. Like I said, it's what I've been told. I don't live there. So I've heard that there's just a lot of, you know, there's a lot of racial undertones in the UK, right? And a lot of people are very upset. Somebody says there was an uproar over Christmas commercial because it had black people in it. Oh, wow. So y'all just now getting black people in commercials in the UK? Lord have mercy. So, yes, there's definitely, thank you for all the UK people who are co-signing what I'm saying. So I've always heard things about there being a lot of racism in the UK. And like I said, you know, Britain is one of the biggest colonizers in the world. How the hell do you think we got America? Colonization, right? Um, so there's a lot of things there. But I also have to acknowledge something with this just doesn't make sense, right? The whole skin tone thing. A lot of black people are hopping on that. Oh, they were scared that the baby's skin was going to be brown. 
Meghan Markle, phenotypically doesn't even look like a black woman. So I, I'm just, I'm, I'm confused with the conflating of issues of people thinking that, okay, they were scared the baby was gonna be brown. How? Until it came out that Meghan Markle was biracial, I thought she was a white woman. I had no idea she had a black mother or that she was biracial. When I look at her and I look at Oprah, they look nothing alike phenotypically. So I don't know if that's extra sauce because again, if they, that okay, a lot of people are saying she's white passing. Exactly. I'm gonna show you a picture of her best friend. Now her best friend is a stylish, now she got drug about a year ago hoodie. Her best friend, Jessica Milanroy, uh, her twins were the ones who held Megan's train. She has twin boys. They held Megan's train during her wedding. Now, her and her best friend look a lot alike, okay? Let me show y'all this really quick. Let me share my screen. This is her best friend here, Jessica. That is her bestie. When I see this picture, I have to literally look twice because they look like the same person. I'm like, oh, damn, that's Megan right here. They look just alike. So I don't know, you know, the whole, oh, they, they, they weren't, you know, they wanted, they were scared the baby's going to be brown. And I'm sitting here like, how, Sway? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I think we have to have an honest conversation. And I think that's what a lot of people are trying not to have. Thank you. They could be twins. They look just alike. Both beautiful women. They, they look just alike. Let's keep it real. Megan got her position with Harry. She got some type of privilege to even be able to get into the space with Harry. Let's keep that real. If Megan did not look phenotypically white, Harry wouldn't have looked at her twice. And probably when he saw her, he probably thought that she was a white woman until they got to talk and he found out, oh, shit, she, you know, she's biracial. But she's definitely a biracial person who is on the lighter spectrum, like a Rashida Jones, uh, um, the one guy that played in Prison Break. He's biracial, but he's definitely racially ambiguous. Amber Rose, very racially ambiguous. So even her skin tone and her features she benefited from having those having that particular look to be even be able to pull a Harry because has she looked like a darker skinned biracial or a biracial person who looks more black, she would not have been welcomed into the royal family. Let's keep that real. She's a lot closer to Mariah Carey than uh, who's a darker skinned biracial that just looks more Faith Evans. Faith Evans is biracial. So let's take Faith Evans, for example. If, if Meghan Markle looked like Faith Evans, she wouldn't have got nowhere near that palace. So let, let's keep it real. F phenotype, features, hair textures, it all plays a big part in a lot of stuff in life. And people try to dismiss it like it's not a real thing, but it is. You know, now she's screaming racism and she was saying that, you know, they were, they were trying to say her baby would be biracial, I mean, would be dark. And they were scared the baby would have brown skin. I don't, and the fact that they're not saying who said it, I would have loved for them to say who said it. Because to me, it just sounds like extra sauce. Her baby is what the old folks back in the day, thank you for I'm preaching right now. And like I said, some of y'all may get offended because a lot of y'all like to be coddled and lied to. 
I don't do that over here. So if you're offended, move along. Go watch somebody else. Um, her baby is what the old folks back in the day, like in New Orleans and even, you know, this was old speak, a quadroon. That's what they used to call people who had one fourth black in them. So they were 75% white, but they were 25% black. Usually it's when a biracial man or woman gets with a white person. And that child, they would consider a quadroon, a quadroon, right? And then now let's say that same child that they called a quadroon, okay, right? Little Archie, he most likely is going to end up with a white person. And then his child would be an octoroon. Okay, these are all words. I'm not making this shit up. Y'all can go Google it. I've never seen a brown skin quadroon. Like that just doesn't make any sense. If somebody is 75% white and 25% black, why would they think that the baby would come out brown? It just, just, it doesn't make sense. And I remember having the same conversation with black folks who were sitting here gassed up talking about, oh, there's chocolate in the palace. How, Sway? She's not chocolate. So how can y'all think that her baby's going to come out chocolate? I just feel like at times I live in the twilight zone and people don't even use common sense and they just go off of what they feel, what they hope. It doesn't make any sense. The same people who are saying that Archie was going to be brown and I shut that down in previous videos, like y'all stopped calling this little baby a chocolate prince. This is a white baby. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, and so I, I just find that very strange because phenotypically, she doesn't look like she even has black in her. So for them to be worried about the baby coming out brown, make it make sense, Sway. That doesn't negate the fact that they may be, that they may be racist or acted funny, or I definitely think the UK press was definitely racist and they definitely mistreated her in the press. But some of the other stuff, I feel like it was a little bit of extra sauce. I also, when I, when I go back and I look back at Meg's history, I didn't see her with a lot of black people. Even at the wedding, the only black person from her side of the family was her black mother. Where were the black aunts, the cousins? You know, I, to this day, I haven't seen any, any of her black cousins. And I'm not saying they need to speak to the media, but we've never even seen them. Even when I look at her old friends, they were all white women. It wasn't until she got married that we were introduced to her new friend, Serena. So it's very interesting how she goes from being this racially ambiguous woman that nobody even knows that she's mixed or has any black in her to now being the voice of racism. And and I, I just I, I feel like there's real, this this is what bothers me when things get conflated is that I feel like people are looking at this like this is real racism. Because they they were like, oh, her baby might come out brown. Meanwhile, in the UK, they really deal with real racism. They really deal with real colorism. They don't even like, like somebody said in the, in the comments, there was an uproar when they had black people on a Christmas commercial. As if black people don't exist. You know, that's real racism that needs to be challenged. And again, we, we've gotten to the point now where everything is conflated Everyone, you know, can just take on black issues and run with it. And that's going to lead us to Jen Shaw in a minute. Um, let's see here. Give me just a second. Extraterrestrial said the royal family is racist and worried about the bloodline. They were worried about how a one-fourth black baby would do the family 
they had the family members put in the institution for ruining their blood. That might be true, but then why even go through with the wedding? If they were that concerned, it had been stopped when they started dating. Why even go through with dating her? If that's what's been drilled into their head, why even go through with any of this? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm not saying that they're not racist, but why even entertain the chance that you could have a child with one-fourth bloodline of Black blood? And then she's saying that her child is a child of color and the first child of color in the monarchy. And I'm like, hold on, sis. Your child looks no different than William's children. When I look at baby Archie, I don't even I don't see a biracial child. I don't see a black child. Maybe my eyes are fooling me. I see a white child. So all you know, so it, it's almost like the the black goalpost is getting moved further and further. I, I don't know. Let me see here next. T-Rex Junkie says, Meghan Markle skated on her biracial looks, but many people from interracial colorist families had that talk before. She's nothing special to the royal family. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Yo mama's papa sent $100. Thank you so much for the super chat. They said, Meghan is a social climber. We love you, lovely T. Super chat is not letting me put up what I want. Let's see if this posts. This definitely posted, and thank you so much, love. Um, let's see, Antoinette sent 20. She says they are questioning the baby's skin tone because of Megan's mother's brown skin. Little Archie could have been born with his grandmother's complexion. Very rarely, very rarely would a child who is considered a quadroon who was one fourth would ever be born with their grandmother's complexion. That doesn't even make any sense. It's very rare. So I, I'm not, I'm not really buying that. They could have questioned it, but let's keep it real, sis. How many times do black folks sit and question what the child will look like when it's a dark skinned person, a light skinned person, or when it's a black person and a white person, an interracial relationship, people question what babies will look like all the time. So let's keep that real. So them even questioning or thinking it, it's no different than what black people do all the time. Don't let a child come out light skin. Look how they was trashing Gucci man's baby because the baby came out super light and they're like, oh, Gucci man needs a DNA test as if his mother's not light skin. You know what I'm saying? But people don't want to, people don't want to have real conversations. People question stuff like that all the time. Yes, the baby could have took after the grandmother's complexion, but I doubt it because the mother didn't even take after the grandmother's complexion. So it's going to be even more rare when the baby has a white father and a biracial mother. Um, Brenda Brunch since 2499 says love and respect always. Meghan Markle, have a seat. She ain't Princess Diana. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. DJ Sinten says, is it me or has the world forgotten that Meghan Markle and the prince are actually cousins? I don't know about that, but okay. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> I didn't hear about that, but um, I don't know, honey. Uh, Lachey Monet says they have been racist. I don't know why people are acting brand new. This isn't real racism. It's inappropriate, though, to ask about the baby's skin color. Thank you so much for the super chat. Yes, the monarchy has been doing weirdo shit and colonizing and, you know, 
they've been accused of all types of stuff. So it's definitely not new. Definitely not new. We got 10,000 people watching. I hope y'all are hitting the like button. Don't be coming in here sipping and shit and then leaving. Hit the like, it's free. <laughs> Let's see here. They call me Queen Senfai. Says brown receptor jeans can do that. Plenty of couples who both can pass as white have had brown skin children. The black gene is extraordinary. Again, that's, you know, that's an anomaly. Let's not act like that's not the norm. But thank you for the super chat. Elizabeth sent 499 and says the skin tone comment confused me too. It's either a lie or someone or something someone said. Hold on. A lie or someone said something much worse and they're trying to hide it. Yeah, I wish that it just kept it real on what the context of the conversation was and especially who said it. Uh, let's see here. Angela Winham says, Tamara, Mari, Holly Berry, Tandy Newton had brown daughters that are 75% white. Sometimes that black can come through. But yeah, and that's true. But again, Tamara Mari, Tandy Newton, and Holly Berry, they are on the darker end of the biracial spectrum. They're not as light as Meghan Har uh, Markle, and their hair is not as loose as Meghan Markle, too. So it depends on the biracial person's phenotype. Just like I said, Faith Evans. By that logic, we could use Faith Ed Evans as well. You know, so it just depends. Because the other twin, I think that's Tia, her son came out with blonde hair and blue eyes. And his father's white. So again, it can be an anomaly. I just, I just, it just doesn't make sense to me because just looking at Meghan Markle, I don't see it happening. Um, let's see here. T-Rex. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Nope, I read that one. Chanel Johnson says... That shows to tell you how much weight black people really have. People really think that just because you may have a black ancestor, are your kids going to have brown skin and forget how genes work? Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Let's see here. Somebody from the UK sent five says, Harry is his mother's son. He's always been an outcast. Meg made it possible to leave. Yeah, he's always been like the redhead stepchild, literally. So this whole thing is, is very interesting. Um, Diane Diego said 999 says, Megan's son isn't the first mixed person in the royal family. If it's Charlotte of it's Charlotte of Mecklenburg, but they never talk about her. Yeah, that's the statue when you go to the airport in North Carolina of Queen Charlotte. Yes, Queen Charlotte was biracial. Yeah, they don't talk about her. Um, Don Suave Product says, love your viewpoints, T. You're the best in the biz, plays devil's advocate. What if they are trying to do this to topple the royals? Mm, thank you so much. And that's what I'm always going to do. I'm always going to look at stuff from all angles. I refuse to play these mental gymnastic games with the internet and, you know, get emotionally tied to any of this mess. But yeah, I definitely think that they're, they're definitely trying to leave their mark and it's definitely taken a toll on the royals because right now they are being drugged internationally. And I'm sure they had to know that the backlash is going to be strong. And anytime you tie race into something, that is a hot button trigger for a lot of people, especially in this day and age. Anything dealing with racism, sexism, homophobia, those are hot button topics. So they definitely are playing chess. They definitely are playing chess. Lashonda sent a sticker. Thank you so much for that sticker, sis. Um, Medea Smith sent $5. Thank you for the super uh, super chat. Tom Royal sent five, says, the one drop rule. T 
tearing them up. That child is white. This is an old racist issue with them. Stopping the marriage doesn't play well politically. Thank you so much. Yeah, that one drop rule, that's something that's big in America. Most places overseas, they don't entertain that. They go off of phenotypes. And I know like in Brazil, there's like 50 different boxes you can check off. It goes everything from your hair texture to your skin tone and things like that. It's only in America that we're like, oh, one drop, you're black, you know? Whatever, honey. Uh, let's see here. Lamara... Diallo says, I think some people try to live vicariously through Megan, but I always love you, T. Keep doing your thing. I definitely agree with that as well. I think a lot of people do try to live vicariously through her because she's a princess and, you know, we all grew up watching fairy tales and everything else. So I think that's why maybe people are so passionate about this and getting so upset. But I also hope that these same British women who are going on, you know, television and, and going off and, you know, having Meg's back, which is OK. I hope they keep the same energy when it's things that really affect the black British population. You know, I hope these conversations keep on and it's not only being sparked because Megan's like, oh, I was mistreated by the press and they asked if my baby was going to be brown. So that's the one thing I do hope that they keep the same energy. Um, let's see here. Uh, Simone G says, hey, T, I'm at work and I have to catch a playback. Keep it the good work. Um, let the haters be your motivators. You're my bonus mom on God. Thank you so much. I appreciate the super chat love. Um, let's see here. Lexi lately says, all this makes me think that he only married her to take the monarchy down and avenge his mother. This is getting very Game of Thronesy. <laughs> love you, T. Love you too, Lexi. Yeah, it's something very, it's definitely turned into its own little reality TV show. I mean, I knew she was going to be spilling some tea, but even Oprah's, you know, expression was just, it's turned into a whole meme. You know, Oprah acting super shocked, like, they said what? And I'm just like, really? Like, really? Like you're you're asking as if Megan is your skin tone that this baby would nine times out of ten come out looking as dark as Oprah. You know, I definitely would not put it past them if this is Harry's way of, like you said, being very Game of Thronesy, trying to take down the monarchy. Because a lot of people in British, you know, in British, excuse me, in London and in, in you know, in the British culture, they don't really support the monarchy like that because for them, they're a bunch of leeches. These people literally live off of the taxpayers in Britain. They pay taxes to upkeep the monarchy. That is insane to me that this is still going on after all these years, you know, and even with um, with Prince Harry, when he was talking about how, you know, when they left Canada, they left with nothing and they had to use his mother's inheritance. And then I find out that the inheritance that she left them was $14 million. I'm like, well, that's a nice, comfy start. You know, unlike the average person in Britain, you know, so I, I don't know. It's just it's just very interesting to watch how all of this is playing out. Kudos to Tyler Perry, though. Kudos to that black man there for giving them a place to stay for three months while they, you know, figured out their affairs and, you know, sorted things out. I thought that was really cool. That was a really good gesture. It was really nice to Tyler Perry to do that. And I respect him even more because he didn't brag about it. He never talked about it. He just did what he had to do to help them out. And now it's between him and Megan and Harry. So much respect to Tyler Perry for that as well. So yeah, this whole situation is just, it's very interesting, but I definitely feel like, 
I would not be surprised if this is low key a way um, for them to get back at the monarchy for, you know, mistreating them, you know, however they feel like they were mistreated and for their children not getting, you know, special titles and all, you know, types of stuff like that, because he already said that he's not that close with his brother and him and his father, they don't really talk. So this might be the way. Let's see here. Vinyl G sent five and says, love you, T. Been watching you since college. You got me through my days, child. Yes. Thank you so much, love. Thanks for coming through. Jessica Jesse said, let's talk about the ankle monitoring bulge under Oprah's boot. You know what? I'm not fooling with you. <laughs> I'm not fooling with y'all. Y'all be seeing all types of stuff. I honestly did not look at her boot. I'm going to go back and take a peek. I'm going to go peek. But I didn't pay attention to her boot. Child, y'all don't miss shit. <laughs> y'all do the same thing with Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'm not fooling with her. Uh, let's see here. Corinne LeBron uh, sent 1999. She says, hey, T, looking beautiful as always. Um, I feel like it's possible as long as the gene is there. But what's up with them saying that the baby wouldn't be a prince or be provided security before he was even born? Now, when I researched that, they're saying that basically um, the, the princes do not get titles unless you're in secession. So, of course, because William is after Charles, he would be next in line after Charles. His children are in secession. Harry is not in secession because he was the second born. So his children would not get names. That's what I've read. Now, as far as security... I do feel like they should be provided security because they are a part of the royal family. But they feel like because the parents, you know, weren't living up to their royal duties, maybe that's why they snatched security from them. That part I don't agree with. As far as like the titles and stuff, I believe that that's how it works, that those titles go. Because I think like Harry's like seventh in line, if that. So her children would never be in line to be king or queen, you know, but William's children are because he's the eldest born boy. So. But I think with the security thing, they should have helped with security. You know, I mean, that'd have been nice. <laughs> been a nice gesture. They can definitely afford it. Let's keep that real. Um, let's see here. Dolores Diggs sent 50 bucks. His colorism is what allowed Megan to marry into the royal family. And anti-black racism is what first is what forced her out of it. Point blank, period. Love you, T. Love you too. Thank you so much for the $50 super chat. Yes, those are conversations folks are not ready to have. Megan definitely benefited from her phenotype. She was able to get in because of how she looked, because of how racially ambiguous she looked. Period. If she looked like biracial Faith Evans, and Faith Evans is a beautiful woman, but she definitely looks more black. She looks more like a light-skinned black woman than she does a biracial woman. Meghan Markle would not have made it as far as she did. So, yeah, you're very correct with that. Um, the girl is real says, I only knew she was mixed because her TV character on Suits. But at first glance, I saw a white woman. See, and I didn't even watch her on Suits. Thank you so much for the super chat. I never watched her on Suits. When I seen he was dating a Meghan Markle, I just assumed it was a white woman. When, they, when I first saw pictures of them together, she's literally the same color as Harry. You know, but then they said that she was black. I was like, oh, okay, she's, you know, mixed or whatever. Then they showed her mom. I said, okay. Um, Merrick sent $20 in Canadian money, says you're number one fan from Canada. Thank you so much, and thank you for the super chat. Ashley Joe says, I also agree with Meghan McCain. 
Why is this more important than Prince Charles allegedly being with children and rubbing the sh- and rubbing shoulders with Jeffrey Epstein? Child, I'm still waiting for Bruce, not Bruce. What's his? Is that his name? No, Pierce. <laughs> I said Bruce, honey. Pierce Morgan. I'm still waiting for him to be just as angry. And I'm, um, you know, Prince Andrew. You know, I find that very interesting that nobody's really talking about the whole Prince Andrew, you know, Jay Epstein connection. They're not really talking about that. But they're de- this is front page news. This is worldwide news. But that Andrew situation, they definitely brushed that under the rug. Uh, let's see here. Travis Bass sent uh, 1499 says, I know this is off subject, but have you seen Tyre Banks controversy with the former contestants and judges coming forward about mistreatment and backstage politics? No. I've heard bits and pieces, but no, I haven't really paid attention. It, you know, everybody wants to come out after the fact. It, it's cool to, to cry about things now. And this is this has nothing to do with Meghan Markle, but just this is the environment that we live in. If you were mistreated in 1804, dig yourself out from the grave and come back and complain. <laughs> so I'm like, what do these contestants want? Like, what, what are we supposed to do? Like, stoner? Like, I don't know what they want. They want people to shame her, not support Tyra anymore, uh, not watch the show, the show that's not even, I don't even think the show's on anymore. I know it's come back with different hosts. Like, what, what do they, do they want to check? That's the thing I don't understand. Like, if you're going to complain, why didn't y'all come out back then when the show was running? So I don't know. I don't know. Child. People are going to be coming back from the grave, honey, with eight complaints. Uh, AP Jason 1499 says, I definitely think that this has something to do with Harry's mother. He's avenging his mother because he believes the establishment has something to do with her demise. It's revenge. I wouldn't be surprised. I definitely don't believe that Diana's death was by happenstance, you know, and they was not feeling the fact that she was with, you know, Dodi Al-Fayed and allegedly pregnant with his baby. So, you know, Prince Charles can be out here smashing Camilla and not being faithful to his wife. And the second she decides to move on, it's an issue. But yeah, I definitely believe that was a setup. I'm Elizabeth sent 999 says T. Do you think Charles will ever sit on the throne? People started hating on him again after the crown. And now everyone is guessing that he's the one that made the comment. Yeah, I've seen people trying to confront him online. Um, There was like an interview or something, but he was doing something for charity. And somebody asked him about the interview, but he didn't have a comment. Um, I don't know if he'll ever sit on the crown. I mean, his mother, she doesn't seem like she's going to be going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, this woman is like 105 years old. So I don't know. I don't know if he's ever going to get a chance to sit on the crown. Not sure. Um, 03 Lisa J sent 499 says, I think it was Charles. He turned up at a black. <laughs> he turned up at a black community center the next day. See, remember I told you he was doing some charity work. So that's one that you brought that up. Now I didn't know it was a black community center, honey. I did not know that. She said he turned up at a black community center the next day, days prior to the interview. Um, of the Royals and Megan bullying the staff. Mm, that is very interesting. Thank you so much, love. Uh, let's see. A lot of UK people coming through. All right. Um, Fazzy sent five. He says, T, I'm from Zimbabwe. Prince Andrew's daughters are not in secession, but they are princesses, just saying. Oh, okay. Like I said, I don't know the whole ins and outs of the royal family, the, the titles, 
But from what I was seeing on certain news broadcast station, they were saying that that might be why their babies didn't have a title because they're not in secession. But if nasty ass Prince Andrew's children have titles of prince and princesses, then why not give one to Prince uh, Archie? You know, but again, I don't make the rules. So I, I don't know. I definitely feel like, you know, there might be some some issues there. And I think, too, they were saying that when Megan was at, you know, like the, the media liked her initially, but then they were saying that she was like trying to force her views onto like the British people. And that's when like the media turned on her. Child, I can't keep up with the American press and the British press. That's what I'm not going to do. I keep it with the press in my country. But that's what just some of the stuff I was researching. Because I was like, why did the media turn on her? Because it seemed like at first they did like her, but there was definitely a bias. You know, it was almost like every other thing that came out about Meghan Markle was always something negative, you know? So, but again, like I was saying earlier in the stream, oh, there's a lot of racism in the UK press. So the whole thing is just a mess. But yeah, if um, Andrew's kids got titles, bitch, give little Archie, honey. Give that white chocolate prince a title, queen. Don't do it for one grandchild and not the next. Let's see here. Um, somebody said Queen Elizabeth don't like nobody. She didn't like Diana. She didn't like Caitlyn. And she definitely don't like Megan. She might be one of them type of moms, but she don't, like, she don't think nobody's good enough for her son or her grandchildren or her grandsons. So that might be true, too. Um, Angel M. Sin 699 says, you have to be the grandchild of the king. Hold on. You got to be the grandchild of the queen slash king to be prince or princesses. Yeah, I, 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 I you know, I, okay, so because Andrew is the king and queen's son, like Prince Charles is why his children get the name. Okay, maybe that makes sense then. That's what I'm saying. There's too many nuances to this kingly shit that's why we don't have this here in america it's confusing enough to remember all the people that had to do with the damn you know the senate seats the white house the president vice president it's hard enough keeping up with all these people's names this whole king and queen thing is confusing but i get what you're saying angel that makes sense as to why his children would have names as opposed to the great-grandchildren i guess that makes sense i can't keep up Let's see here. Cherry Harson 499. She says, hey, T, just letting you know that the kids would have acquired the titles when Prince Charles became king, but they changed protocol. OK, thank you so much. Dang, I got to keep with a lot of stuff in the UK, boy. Mm. APJ says in the 1995 interview, Princess Diana said that the people who were loyal to her husband were planning an accident of some sort. Harry is definitely seeking revenge. Mm. he might be and if he's seeking it he definitely got it with this interview uh david chiralis and five says one of my many researchers include gene mapping we can't say that megan will never have a darker baby it doesn't matter how light both of them are okay well either way the child looks white and i'm sure when she has this next daughter because i only plan on having two i'm sure she will look white as well but y'all go on ahead and keep gene mapping. <laughs> so, like I said, the whole situation is very interesting. Um, somebody says, but William's kids have titles. Again, because William is in secession. So that might be why. Like I said, there's different breakdowns to why they have titles, why they don't. Either way, there's nothing I can do. 
I can't bestow titles on these children. Wish I had that power. I don't. Okay, it's going to be up to the queen. But I do, you know, like I said, if he's supposed to have a title, then give him a title. So the whole situation is a mess. How long have I been on here? Because I do want to talk about the Jen Shah situation. Okay, almost 30 minutes. So I definitely want to get on this Jen Shah. You know, like I said, hopefully something will come of this. Um, hopefully she'll be able to like, you know, feel better now that she's gotten this off her chest. But this has definitely opened up a can of worms. A lot of people are side-eyeing the royal family. They've been putting out statements talking about they love them and you know, they love little, you know, the Prince Archie, the grandson, and everything else. Um, they did release a statement. The queen claims she's gonna dig into like any further racism and see, you know, who was messing with Megan and stuff like that. You know, we'll see, you know. It could have just been a letter she could seriously be looking into it. Now, you know, like I said, I just feel like now as far as her mental health, I can see that being real. I don't think it's up to anybody to say that somebody does not feel est or feel depressed or, you know, are going through stuff mentally. It's nobody's right to say that her mental health and what she went through couldn't be real. So I do believe that, you know, being in that situation, not being able to leave the home, not being able to be around her friends and her family and things that she's used to, that can play a toll on you. I mean, look how much we've all gone through having to sit in the house during C-19. So I do buy that situation, you know, and I, I like when she talked about that openly, because that is how it is when you're depressed and you're going through stuff. But because you're in a certain position, you still have to get on camera and put a smile on your face and act like everything's OK. I think a lot of people can relate to that part. Like for me, when she got the time, my mental health, that was very relatable to me. Like that part, I definitely understood where she was coming from. It made perfect sense. And I understand how that is to be going through something, but you still have to put on a brave face for the rest of the world. And when she talked about how she was just really depressed and the whole time um, Prince Harry was holding her hand and, you know, just trying to check on her and she was saying she was crying. Then as soon as the lights came back on, she had to stop the tears. I thought that was like, that was very touching. That was the part of the interview that I really liked and that I really enjoyed. Uh, I, I definitely feel like her depression was real. Let's see here. Um, JT said 999. He says, hey, T, how are you doing? Did you know that the royal family has a secret lost relative? Queen Charlotte from the 1700s mother was black. I find it crazy how they're being cruel to Megan. Yeah, we talked about that early in the stream about um, Queen Charlotte. They have her statue at the airport when you go to North Carolina. So thank you for the super chat. Doreen said 9.99. Thank you for this super chat, Doreen. Um, v V Baby 04 says Harry's been playing the long game. This is all the way around about avenging Diana. I bet money Prince Michael or Kent. Ooh, hold on, just disappeared. Oh, it just disappeared. I'm sorry, I couldn't read the rest. Um, Makia sent five. She says they switched on Megan because she was more likable than Kate. They didn't like that she was loved by everyone and associated with the image, with her image, with then they associated her image with Diana. I agree. I do feel like Megan is more liked, well, initially than Kate. I think Megan is more relatable, I guess you could say, because of her biracial heritage, right? Because you got white people who can claim her, you got black people who can claim her. So that kind of makes her 
more relatable to more groups of people. As opposed to Kate, she's just white. So I think that definitely might have played a part in it, especially with the friction between her and Kate. I think that's where a lot of the friction came in because, you know, there was more uh, there was more stories, more admiration. There was more talk of Meghan Markle than Kate. So, yeah, I can definitely see that being an issue. Um, Deborah Mitchell says Meghan Markle. Ooh, hold on now. Why do these keep disappearing? Okay, there we go. Meghan Markle is not a victim. She is 40 years old and should have researched that wicked world family. Plus, she's not black, nor says she is. Mm. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Yeah, I definitely believe. I don't I don't buy that. The whole, oh, I didn't Google. I didn't research. I knew nothing about the royals. I don't buy that at all. As soon as she said that, I was like, miss me with the bullshit. I don't buy that at all. Because the royals, we don't even live in the UK. And they've been stuffed down our throats since I was born. Okay, I grew up knowing about Princess Diana, her kids, her husband, her, you know, we knew all her damn business over here in the States. So I refuse to believe that she didn't know nothing. Um, Extraterrestrial Sim 499 says, Jen had no problem isolating slash attacking Mary, who is black, yet calls out cast members because they caught her aggressive when she is. We're going to get on Jen Shaw, honey. Thank you for the super chat. I got some words from Miss Shaw. Unique T sent five dollars. Says, "Hey T, the Queen couldn't provide protection for her grandson and great grandson, but was quick to shut down speculations on her son, allegedly on her son's alleged R word." That's true. Thank you so much uh, for the super chat, love. Crystal Daniel sent four ninety nine. Thank you, Crystal. Letitia is a GA peach sweet. Sent fourteen ninety nine. She says two things for sure. Archie is white. And Prince Charles is not Harry's dad. Does Charles really seem to care? I said what I said. But you know, you can't say that in this day and age. Oh, God. You can't say that about the chocolate prince. You can't say that Harry's not, you know, Prince Charles' son and all that stuff. I don't know. They said the man that Diana was creeping with, the one that had red hair, he said that, you know, they said that wasn't uh, Harry's father because him and Diana were creeping when Harry was like two years old. So it couldn't possibly be Harry's father. But who knows? Because Harry don't look nothing like Prince Charles or William at all. And he does not look like Diana. Angel Alvarez, Sam 499 says, some people like drama. Megan seems to be one of those people. I agree with old boy. I agree with old boy that quit his job. You talking about Pierce Morgan? <laughs> he was like, I'm out of here. I'm gone. I said, ooh, wait, the, the kitchen got hot. Pierce walked off. Deidre Robinson 10 says, Harry and Williams were shoved down our throats on damn Tiger Beat. Thank you. The, I know you were child of the damn 90s because you said Tiger Beat. Who remembers that damn magazine? You could rip it out. You get a nice glossy poster, put that shit on your wall. Oh, yeah. Especially when they was teenagers, Prince Williams was fine. Oh, don't get it twisted. Prince Williams was fine as hell when he was a teenager. Now he looks old. He ain't got no hair. But back when we was in high school, he was fine. They were marketing them as eligible bachelors to all the young eligible women around the world. Okay? Prince William was always fine. Harry was always the black sheep. He kind of looked funny when he was a teenager. But I'm going to tell you when Harry got fine. Harry got fine when he got into like his mid-20s. When he got into his mid-20s, he was able to start styling his hair. 
and wearing better better clothing and shit and carrying himself better, that's when Harry got fined. So he he kind of blossomed late in life, but Prince Williams was that dude from the time he was like 15. Okay. So I know damn well she knew who they were. Because they were in all types of magazines growing up. <laughs> and Moose said 999 said the royal family just playing the long game. Harry's kids are American and can be president, plus little George will be king. Nice will to, hold on, nice will to get the colony back. <laughs> That's going to be interesting to see if that ever happens. Thank you for the super chat. Kayla Babe says, some people from the UK are calling her emotionally abusive to Harry. What do you think of Pierce Morgan's hashtag tea sipper for life from England? I already talked about Pierce earlier, but thank you for the super chat. I think he's slightly obsessed with Megan. He's salty, honey, that Megan moved on and upgraded. I think he still feels away. But he hit on, he hit on some points, but he gets he gets way, way too biased and overly emotional with her that I think that he has a deep-seated issue with Megan. So I, I don't like that. Uh, let's see here. Reese Boo says they got Kate because she was a commoner. Then they chose Meg because she was an easy target. Remember everyone's face at the pa- everyone's face at the pastor at the wedding. <laughs> that pastor was the black pastor from America. Yeah, he had a lot of he had a lot of energy, a lot of pizzazz. He was saying a lot of real stuff, and they just seemed like they were shocked that they're not used to that type of preaching. I remember the pastor. Libra Fit seventy nine says Queen Charlotte wasn't black or mixed race. Charlotte has black ancestry from one of her distinctive ancestors. Okay. Thank you for the super chat. We're not going to argue about Queen Charlotte. <laughs> Afro Daddy's placed in $5. Says, Harry looks like Diana's brother. He is all Spencer. Okay. Thank you for the super chat. Lou O says, loving the stream. Keep it up. We're missing like 7,000 likes in the streams. Hit the likes if you're enjoying. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Okay, one last person from the UK. Harry ain't Charles's son. Catch. Okay, that's a UK person saying that. You know, this ain't Maury. Okay, I don't have no DNA test results. I don't know. But that's always been the rumor that Harry wasn't Diana's child. I think it's a cruel rumor. You know what I'm saying? But it is a rumor that still lingers on to this day. So I don't know. Um, Let me see here. Let's get on this gen shot. I know all the UK people, the honey, y'all are coming out the woodwork with the super chats. All I see is a little, I don't know, y'all, it's not a dollar sign. I don't know what y'all call it, a pound sign or something. I see it's UK money, UK money. With Shauna Anderson's Hey T, the fact that she was pregnant and had depressing thoughts and the firm wouldn't help her says a lot. Yeah, that was sad. Like I said, I really felt it when she talked about the depression and the anxiety and the mental health. That was something I really could relate to and that I I honestly believed her when it came to that. Some of the other stuff kind of seemed a little bit saucy. Like, you know, some of the other stuff is, you know, a little bit, is adding a little bit of sauce to some of the other things. But that part, I definitely believe that. I did. So, okay. It's a pound. A euro sign. Is that what it's called? Euro. Okay, thank you. A euro sign. And then in America, we had dollar signs. <laughs> I learn new stuff every day. <laughs> okay, so Pete, we got to get on Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw is an alcoholic, crazy lunatic woman. Okay. 
this is why I say this is what happens when people choose to conflate issues and just allow people to just run with any and everything. So we're going to start with the reunion. There's a lot of things that went on at the reunion that really irritated me. So let me pull this information up. And then we're going to get on to Jen Shaw's behavior and how it came out that she treated her staff, the Shaw Squad. Okay, this is the woman who walks around with a bunch of people who like help with her makeup, her hair, and her nails. And is it me or does her squad, like they seem like they're scared of her. Like they're forced to laugh at her stupid ass jokes. Like she'll tell a joke like, oh my God, why did the, why did the chicken cross the road? And then you'll look at the, the Shaw squad and they're all like, ah, to get to the other side. Like they seem like they're just so scared of her. Like they got to laugh at all her jokes and praise her all the time. Fuck Jen Shaw and her shitty attitude. Okay, I said it. Uh, let me go ahead and play this video for y'all. This is from the reunion. And this pissed me off. You'll hear my little damn ad libs in there because I couldn't just shut my mouth while I was recording. But she just irks me. Let me pull this up here. Okay, here we After go. After what went down in Las Vegas, I was all alone. Everybody labeled me. Everybody went in on me. I was devastated. Mary would know. We're, I'm a woman of color. It needs something different to be told, don't talk. If I tried to speak, no, no, you're, you're a bully. Be quiet. They see you as a bully, as a bully manipulator. I can tell by the way everybody looks like they feel that there's a strategy involved. You know, to be told to do that, I was devastated. To be told you're a piece of for four and a half hours when you're hurting I would it, was like, it was literally I like this that. that's why i was Please. like i had to mute you like, that took me back like 30 40 years that's ptsd you, people don't understand what have they done to you that have made you feel marginalized telling me i'm aggressive before things happen that has nothing but you're aggressive, you're aggressive yes, right now this is aggressive telling a woman of color she's aggressive and using these terms is very dangerous you don't know because you're not a in the gaslighter. And I didn't want to go here because this is hurtful when you make accusations to a colored woman and you say, oh, you know what? You threatened my life because guess what? The percentage chances of a colored person going to jail are not my too life, much higher than your life. It's on the camera. She actually said, if you tell anyone, I will bury you and you're like behind your house. Yeah. What? She said the only reason that she's like not dead in the lake behind her house is because of her friendship with me. You threatened her life. And you threatened her life. And you were aggressive to me. I said I'm going to slit my wrist all the time. That's okay. Andy, if Jan Shaw said, oh, a cut of it, hell, you guys have handcuffs. There is a double standard. Jen, I never. Don't, please. You want to say, do you shame her? Okay, so there is a double standard. I want to hear what Mary has to say about what Jen said. Well, I know Jen has been cruel and stuff, and that, but you do get that vibe from Whitney and, and Heather. I feel like it's uh, inbred that they're better than when people call it. Like white girl privilege, I get it. I know yeah. it exists, but like, you're my girl. So like, if that's happening, let's you talk about it. Don't make innuendo on Instagram to, to try to... education. I'm not here to I don't want you to educate me. Oh, I don't God. want you to slander me on social media either. This has nothing to do with social media. I am trying to tell 
doing something. When have I marginalized you, babe? Just tell me. I'm not pointing fingers at you because right it now, feels pretty targeted. I hear you. I understand that there's different opportunities. It's a different ball game. You guys for a while. That is the point. And I'm not saying I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to learn. I don't think anybody here denies white privilege. I think we all know that it exists. Yes. I think that the real issue comes in that making an accusation to someone that they are racist, especially in our current how, environment. How can, can I finish, exactly, please? Exactly. Can I just finish, please? Making a racial accusation in our current environment is a huge statement. I don't want to get into this because it is painful and you do not know. Girl, bye. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I told you I had some ad libs in there. Now, this is my issue with this whole Jen Shaw situation. And this is why when I talk about why we shouldn't be conflating issues on social media, because now we've made it where everybody is a victim. And it's easy to play the black woman card now. Jen Shaw is not black. Okay, Jen Shaw is Hawaiian and Togan. Her father is Togan. Her mother is Hawaiian. She mainly claims Hawaiian, right? Um, she's trying. What, what she's trying to do? She's doing racial gaslighting towards these white women on the show, and the white women on the show, they remind me like they kind of tiptoe around Jen Shaw. See, Jen Shaw met her match with the black woman Mary, and we'll get on that in a second. The white women on the show kind of remind me of white girls in junior high, how they want to kick it with the black girls, but it's like they never really want to piss them off. So they kind of walk around eggshells because they don't want Lakeisha to just, you know, whoop their ass if they say something off, you know, off kilter. And so it's just like they're always walking on eggshells with her. And after a while, they got tired of it. This woman has attacked people on this show, thrown glasses, put her hands on Heather, you know, threatened Whitney, I don't know how many damn times, threatened her, threatened to kill her, threatened to beat her up. There's times that me as a black woman, I'm watching this, I'm like, this woman is ghetto and ratchet as hell. But you know what? She would never be seen as ghetto and ratchet because she's not black. So see, when she does it because she's Togan or I, I'm gonna just call her Island Pacific, Island Pacific, you know, what is it called? Island Pacific, Pacific. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> you know, like an Islander, right? She'll never be seen as ratchet or ghetto because she is Hawaiian. That is not a, a trope that's attached to Hawaiian or Togan people. So it's like, what the hell are you talking about? And yeah, I didn't say it. Oh, Pacific Islander. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I had a, a mind of a brain freeze. I'm sorry. Pacific Islander. I'm like, Island Pacifica doesn't sound right. Pacific Islander. I mixed it up. <laughs> okay, what I'm saying is that that is not a trope or an archetype or anything negative attached to people, you know, who are of that ethnicity. So I don't understand why she's not going on hobo tours and she speaks, she's now the new voice of women of color. And this is what happens when y'all let anybody into a space and you allow them to conflate issues. So let me show y'all this. This was her latest tour that she went on.
with People Magazine. Oh, she was on there talking for a good 20 minutes. I'm not going to play it. But you guys can see the magazine article and go play it for yourselves. But this is one of the ones here. Jen Shaw talks ignorance and double standard of calling women of color scary. The problem is it wasn't a double standard and it wasn't ignorance. Jen Shaw, you're a scary ass alcoholic. When you drink, you do not know how to handle your liquor. You drink and you bully people. You get up in people's faces, people who are even your friends. And this is what was seen on the show. And I remember thinking when I was watching the show, if this is how she acts on television, what does she do behind closed doors? And I will say this. I really love her husband. I really like Coach Shaw. He seems like a really down-to-earth guy. He even apologized to Grandpa Robert on Jen's behalf for disrespecting him. He seems like a really cool Black man, right? And he's trying to raise his sons to do the right thing and go to school. And, you know, I think that's where Jennifer has a misconstrued. She thinks because she has a Black husband and she bounces on Black peen and that she has biracial sons. Who you know, they're on the darker end of the biracial, you know, totem pole. That somehow that makes her black. Absolutely not. Okay. Now, it has now been reported that there were leaked audio tapes of how she's talking to her staff, how she's talking to her dressmaker, and basically how she treats people overall, which I'm not shocked about because we saw what she did on the show. Another thing I find very funny is that the whole show, she made it a her versus Mary. It's almost like they couldn't have two people of color on that show. She wanted to be the H, you know, the, the, the head bitch in charge, right? So Mary was always the bad guy. She was always talking down to Mary, talking about Mary, flipping out on Mary. But then when she needed a woman of color, a black woman specifically, to co-sign her bullshit, Mary was right there. And was like, well, I think Heather and Whitney, you know, you guys feel like you guys are better than other people. Hold up now. If they feel like they're better than people, what do you think that Jen Shaw does? She walks around with an entire glam squad. And the whole time just talks down to people on the show. So I found it really, I thought it was really silly for Mary to run to have her back when she's not a black woman. She does not get this, you know, this trope attached to her like black women do. Like, let's not forget when Serena Williams was going off, you know, for not receiving, um, you know, during the whole, when she was mad, what was it? When she was playing against the, the U.S. finals, the U.S. Open final, and she got really upset and she got up in the judge's face and people were like, oh, she's the angry black woman. She's the angry black woman. Jen Shaw will never be seen like this. Nobody will ever call Jen Shaw the angry black woman because she is Hawaiian. So I don't like the fact that she's using this trope as a way not to speak for women of color. It's very frustrating. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys the video of Jen. She was secretly recorded and somehow got online. And this woman is a piece of work. The way she just talks to people from her husband to her staff. It's just really disgusting. So it's two different videos here. So give me just a second. I think this is, hold on.
Okay, here it is. Everybody else other than you. That's fucking like everyone. Were you lying on everyone this whole time? No. I was not. Do you know how many nights I have spent wasting my personal time? You want to talk about you're sitting here going, oh, you blame it on me and everyone else why you're not getting anything done, right? That's what you told me last week, right? Oh, Jen, because I have to do all this. I've been at your house, that's why I can't do anything, correct? Okay, do you know what you fucking nights? You fucking were at my house, and I was up at night because you were fucking bullshit. Do you? Do you? I apologize. I'm sorry, love. Okay, well, guess what? Do I blame you and say, oh, it's your fault? Hey, Bronco, it's all your fault? Huh? It's your fault? No, it's mine. So move your shit. Come on, we're going down. Dare you fucking do this shit to me? You apologize to her because I fucking went off on her ass. I made her come to the house. I made her look at the fucking shit. I got Sharif was there too. what you call spicy <laughs> oh that lady's bad shit crazy but there's more trust and believe there's more shout mm. spicy like a bucket of damn kfc chicken this bitch is crazy because i'm the one leading i'm the one the butt stops here and that's it and you can stop fucking smiling bitch and being a fucking bitch because you are yeah, you are. And Koa handle this shit. It's, no, not let. You fucking handle it. Fucking don't have a fucking attitude with me. I'm fucking going to reunion this week. Shut the fuck up. Okay, okay. No, you are shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out. I'm tired. <laughs>
Okay, now I, I have to keep it real. The the we need to stop making excuses for people. I don't care if this woman is Hawaiian. I don't care if she's full black. Her behavior, not only on the show and in real life, is unacceptable. The way she talks to people, she's always throwing shit. I thought she was gonna punch uh, Coach Shaw in the back of the damn head. I was like, Duck Coach Shaw, you know the bitch is crazy and loves to throw glass. It looks to me like he's the one in the damn abusive relationship. Now I understand why Coach Shy ain't never home. I'm sure he probably got a little side chick somewhere. I hope he does. He deserves one. All she does is spend money and talk shit. And now she wants to be the voice of black women and, and use her, her nasty, aggressive attitude as an excuse. She is a race-baiting gaslighter. None of those white women on that show to me, from what I saw on the show, exhibited any type of racism towards her. If anything, they were scared of her ass and they tiptoed around her. And like I said, what I found so funny is that she spent more time being derogatory and rude and mean towards the black woman on the show, Mary. The white woman got to know Mary. They went to Mary's church and everything else. The Hawaiian lady stayed away from Mary. Did nothing but try to talk shit about Mary and tie down to Mary. But now when she needs the black woman to co-sign her fuck shit, here comes Mary. But again, I'm not shocked because Mary don't know who the hell she is. Ain't she the same one who said in the reunion that her husband was white? How sway? He's very light-skinned, but he's not white. Not with that shape of a nose. So Mary seems a bit confused and bleached out of her mind as well. But I just don't like this whole, you know, when it's convenient... Now I can claim, you know, to be a black woman and a woman of color to basically, you know, dismiss my behavior. And that's what a lot of people are doing. They try and use things like racism and other isms as a way to deflect and dismiss their own bad behavior. And Jen Shah is the queen of that. To me, Jen Shah, you're nothing more than a Hawaiian Karen. That's the same thing white Karens do when you hold them accountable for their behavior. When you say shit like, hey, we're just trying to have a good damn time and barbecue. And Karen's like, you can't barbecue around here because you didn't pay your HOA fee. Well, Karen, how do you know? Are, are you the damn president of the HOA community? No, 
I live here and I just, because you're black, you, you probably just didn't pay the fee. And then when you're like, well, no, Karen, you're racist. So let me go ahead and turn on my damn camera and start filming you. Then all of a sudden, ah, ah, they try to jump me. Oh my God, she tried to push me in the lake. That's all Jen Shaw is. She's a Hawaiian Karen. As soon as those white women try to hold her accountable, oh, she ran and played the race card. You guys are calling me aggressive. And I love the fact that Heather told her ass, bitch, you are aggressive. You're acting aggressive right now. No, I'm not. That's detrimental to a woman of color when you call us aggressive. No, so holding you to task and saying that your behavior is appalling and disgusting and disrespectful, that's racism? That's being racist? Oh, well, shit, color me surprised. Jen Shaw's an alcoholic who cannot handle her liquor. Let's keep that real. And I like the fact that the, the white girls were like, you know what? We understand there is white privilege. And we understand that, you know, we're privileged to certain things. And, you know, we may not have certain, you know, bad attributes, tie, you know, tied to whiteness. We all get that. But when you have people like this trying to, you know, use people of color, you know, use the whole black woman trope to benefit her. I have an issue with that because again, I've never seen Hawaiians or Tongan people tied to, you know, uh, being angry and, and, and abusive and, and all types of stuff like that. Not saying that those type of people don't exist, but that's not the stereotype that's usually attached to them. But that is a stereotype that's attached to black women. That is a stereotype that's attached to the people, the, the black women on the Real Housewives of Atlanta and even Potomac. So for her to try and just hijack this to basically excuse her behavior on the reunion is disgusting to me. And now we see who the real Jen Shaw is because y'all just seen the videotape evidence. He's screaming at her staff, hollering at the dude, talking about how old are you? He's talking about he's 30. Well, did your parents not raise you better than this? I don't care who somebody is or how much you're paying me. You're going to talk to me like a human being. You're going to talk to me with respect. You don't have the right to belittle somebody, to scream on them, use all types of expletives towards them simply because they made a mistake or something's not up to, to your specifications. That is degrading and that is abuse. And for her to try and dismiss this as, oh, I'm not aggressive. I'm not abusive. I'm black. Wait, what? No, you're not black. You're not a woman of color. Stop. She really wanted to say black, but she knew she couldn't. So she kept trying to say woman of color. Sit your ass down, Jen Shaw, and go to rehab before you lose your husband. Because with her behavior, I can see Coach Shaw getting tired of it and walking out the door. His ass don't never be home. And after she threw that glass at his, par at, uh, at his birthday party, she said he didn't come home the whole weekend. He stayed gone. That's because he was at his other baby mama house. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, a, she's weird. She's a drunk-ass weirdo. Um, let me see here. Yolanda Drinker sent $20. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, Ashley Renee sent $49.99. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Portia Thompson says, I feel like Meg was saying they took away the titles because he might have kinks. Thank you so much for the super chat. Beauty Shop sent $14.99. Let's see here. He'll send a $10 sticker. Thank you so much. I know we had a few other ones. Um, 
Brittany Rixner says she needs to stop with the tattoo tears hollering about she's colored. <laughs> this woman is a mess. I couldn't believe how many times on the reunion she kept trying to reiterate that she was colored. She was a woman of color. And because, you know, using words like aggressive is only used towards women of color. And it's like, no, anybody can be aggressive. If you have a shitty attitude, I don't care if you're black, Hawaiian, white. If you're aggressive and you're mean, those are your attributes. She's full of crap. Lady uh, Sacrio says, I appreciate your integrity. I'm a fan. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for the super chat. Jordan Williams says, hey, auntie, off topic and random. I'd love to know your thoughts on Texas removing the mask requirements. I have no thoughts. I'm not surprised. Good luck, Texas. <laughs> um Miss Nisan Five says, Mary's husband is literally her grandfather. Yes, she married her grandfather. Look it up. The church was created by her grandmother. Yep, we know. Uh, let's see here. Valley said 999. She said, that's why I don't like the term people of color, because it includes all these people using black issues for their own benefits. Mm, that was a great point. And that's what she's doing. And she's trying to conflate the issue because she has a black husband and biracial children and she's acting like all these women are singling him singling her out because she's a person of color and no they're singling her out because her attitude is horrible these women had no issues with mary everybody dealt with mary you know but her issue is the fact that she wants to be the queen bee of the show and i think the show has shown her in a worse light than than anything and especially with these new leaked audios so I don't feel bad for her. Listen, my said, he said, good luck, Texas. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> good luck to Texas and their maskless, you know, whatever they're trying to do. But I get it. They're tired of the mask. I'm not mad at them. Uh, Patricia Capricorn sent five says, unfortunately, Jen behaves just like my mother. She may be under demonic influence. Damn. Your mother got demons like that. That's sad. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, Monique Rodriguez says, I've missed you, Jarlin. I can't find you on IG anymore. Thank you for all your hard work. Keep up the great work. They shadow ban me on IG, so most people can't find me, but I don't be on there like that anyway, so you're not missing much <laughs> at all. But yeah, this has been a great stream. I've been on for an hour and a half already. So I'm going to get ready to log off. So thank you to everybody who tuned in today. Lots of just really good conversations, um, real honest dialogue. I appreciate that. Um, thank you to everybody who sent super chats and everything else. So um, I'll be back. I need to do a podcast. So I'll have a podcast uh, either today or tomorrow for everybody. So I'll be back, you know, in the swing of everything. So thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate y'all. Don't forget to like the uh, live stream, please. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.